0: blog talk radio
1: hey and welcome to another episode of let's talk tv live I'm your host, Barbara Barnett. I'm executive editor of the brand spanking new Blog Critics magazine, an online magazine owned by Technorati Media. And we, uh, you got to get over there, guys, um, and join the fun. We are like going like gangbusters. Uh, So it's blogcritics.org. Find us, find me, find my guests. Tonight, always, as always, hopefully always, our um, <laughs> heart radio, Chrissy. How are you? Hi, baby?
2: everyone. Good. How are you?
1: I am good. I am good. And Chrissy uh, writes for Blog Critics, and she also has her own series of many blog talk radio shows. Today. Yeah, I
2: do. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> yes. oh, my oh my gosh, we
1: got like a ton of people in line in the queue already. Holy
2: smoke! Oh cool. Um, and well, everybody's missing Once Upon a Time. That's
1: why. <laughs> oh, I know. And we also have in the studio tonight, Jerome Wetzel TV, Jimmy Daly. How are you tonight, Jimmy? I'm good. How are you? I am good. I am good. And Jimmy writes for. Uh, for blog critics as well under Jerome Wetzel TV. He does great coverage and his "Droaming the TV landscape um, is a big hit on our site as well. So please check us out. And Jimmy also writes for seat 42 F, which by the way, as we get closer and closer to comic con, they are the place for all the cool pre comic con stuff. Once comic con gets going, tune in to blog critics, because I'll be posting daily articles, and I might even do a show live. Oh,
2: my God. That if would I, be epic. If I, can,
1: if I can find some space, and I'm going to see if I can, like, talk to blog talk radio about that, um, that I'm going to try cool. to do, uh, or maybe from the lobby of my hotel.
2: <laughs> yeah, there you go. That'll work. would that <laughs> <laughs> Wherever you can find a spot, <laughs> We can, we can
1: there. We can we can do we can do celebrity sightings from my hotel, although my hotel is about oh, eight blocks. Yeah, there
2: you go. From, <laughs> if I get my hotel
1: moved, if I'm lucky enough to get my hotel moved to one of the six choices I requested. Oh, yeah. uh, but that would be a lot of fun. Um uh, but I'll and, and it, it gets very noisy to do it actually from the floor.
2: And there's yeah, of, I would... and there's and there's nowhere to sit. So um, yeah, I was
1: going to say, probably not, right? No, no, not at all. So I have to figure out the logistics, but I, I'm going to at least do one broadcast, if not more. I might broadcast every night from, from Comic-Con. There you so go. we'll see. That'll um, we'll work. See if we, if we can <laughs> grab some people to talk to us. Um, so where was I going with this? Um, holy smokes. Um, I don't have any idea how I got. Oh, C42F, the place to go for pre Comic Con stuff because they're really good, um, and that's how I first learned about Seed Forty Two F. And let's see, and you also write for the TV King, mm-hmm. who has who's been kind enough to tweet these broadcasts and my articles. So thank you, TV King guys. Um, so we're going to get to our topic du jour or de nuit uh, of the evening, of the more of the day. <laughs> I'm in French. I don't know why I'm speaking in French today. Um, I've been doing that all day. It's like so weird. That's so funny. Um, I don't know why. Um, but we'll be getting to talk about uh, price of gold. And by the way, I allocated an hour and a half because Yay. I realized I sort of like I sort of like spend the first few minutes of the show sort of rambling here and there and everywhere. And, and I wanted to make sure we had a good uh chunk of time to talk about the episode because there was a lot I did I watched it again today and we've got a bunch of people in line to talk to us and in the chat room it's a really happening place tonight so that's cool um so uh I was talking to Chrissy about the latest the latest and greatest with the apothecary's cure yes
2: and I'm liking it everyone so I'm (laughs) I'm anxious to hear get more of it (laughs)
1: it's yeah and I like your idea Thank you, and That's I'm going you're to gonna send do. you uh, – um, oh, you know what I can do? Oh, this is what I can do. I can actually read – can I read out loud the synopsis because I actually wrote like a real synopsis? Oh,
2: cool.
1: So hang on a second. Let me see if I can find it. Indulge me. Oh, this is like a super indulgent thing, I know.
2: That's but okay. It's your show. <laughs> well, my show. We're just here for the ride, right, right Jimmy? <laughs> sure. <laughs> So hold on,
1: synopsis, 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 here it is, ha, there we go, synopsis, although the synopsis is slightly moot right now, it's kind of weird because um, I've actually slightly altered it, but that's okay. Um, So the synopsis reads like this. At a dinner party in 1902 for the newly knighted Sir Arthur Conan Doyle, hosted by his medical professor and archetype for Sherlock Holmes, Dr. Joseph Bell, the author... Uh, The author becomes engaged in a debate with a Mr. Galen Erseldun, a London alchemist and apothecary, over the literal and figurative immortality of his fictional detective, irritating Erseldun's companion, Dr. Simon Bell. The root of Dr. Bell's irritation goes back to 1837, when his wife Sophie lay dying of cancer and desperate to cure her. He consults the enigmatic apothecary.
2: So dun, 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 that's the biggest <laughs> <dun, dun>. <laughs> No, I I I I told you I read the the first four chapter five chapter what was it? You sent me four chapters, I think. I um like that. and I and I and I'm really liking it, so it it's Thank making you. sense, you know, it's just and I love the way you write. You have really good news. I like your descriptions and stuff. It's, you, always, it's uh, keeping it's about, me interested.
1: <laughs> it's about the showing and the not telling. You gotta show, yeah. not tell. Exactly. It, it's creative writing one oh one. Show, do not tell. Mm-hmm. No dialogue tags, nothing in passive voice, and describe everything as if it were a exactly. real living thing. So,
2: exactly. Exactly. It's really
1: so, good. Um thank you, thank you. I'm really excited. So, um, Let's see, what's, oh, I was at the Chicago uh, Printer's Row Lit Fest yesterday, had a wonderful time, sold some books, met some house fans. Um, so that was cool. a lot of fun. So, um, so what are you guys, did you, guys, oh, did you guys, okay, did you guys see the finale of Game of Thrones last night? Yes. I haven't
2: seen it yet, but. Yeah. Um, you know, I have to, I will I'll be able to watch it tonight. But no, you guys can okay. talk about it because I mean, I saw okay. I I heard some stuff on Twitter and stuff. So
1: okay, <laughs> like, um,
2: what do so, you guys think? Okay, but well, wait, wait, wait! Before we talk about the finale, Jimmy
1: has now seen the penultimate episode. Oh
2: so, uh-huh. my God! What did you think, Jimmy? Were you just like shocked, like I was?
1: Oh my God! I mean, <laughs> I was so good about staying away
0: from spoilers until two hours before I watched it. And then I was reading a a news article about Suits and how yeah. the woman that plays uh, Caitlin is going to be on Suits this summer. And it mentioned at the bottom of the article she played Caitlin until last until this week. And I'm like, what the uh, I, was, I was pretty <laughs> mad. But I was the only part that was spoiled. I still didn't see Rob coming or the his wife and the baby. And yeah, so did you, I didn't did get the whole spoiled.
2: I was just like I'm still. In fact, you know, I mean, even 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 though I'm watching, going to watch it tonight, I'm still reeling from that episode. It was just so I didn't no, really I, expected it at all. It was I I you know I, I have
1: to, I have to tell you, I have to give you a, a, a book spoiler
2: mm-hmm. because okay. Caitlin
1: actually isn't.
2: She's not dead. Oh, really? Are you she's sure? Not because she looks yeah. like dead to me. <laughs> she's not oh dead. Oh
1: my gosh. She's really. not the same, but she's not dead. And she doesn't appear for
2: a lot. She's going to be long. like a
1: walking dead? She's going to no. be a white walker?
2: No.
1: No, 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 no. we actually don't. Because do I saw her get her throat slit. Yeah, well, her throat <laughs> slit, but she, she doesn't die. So it could be several seasons until mm. we see her again because it's not till quite late in the series, in the mm. novel, that she reappears. So maybe next like, season, not, well, or the season after that, even. So um, yeah. I'm not gonna I'm not gonna tell you the context.
2: Okay. Uh, and I
1: haven't actually read that far in the novels. Um, but my husband, my husband spoiled me. I said, "Okay." So she's dead. He says, "Well, she's. Do you want me to tell you?" And I said, "Yeah, tell me." She's, <laughs> he says, "Well, she's not actually dead." <laughs> so, Why well, are not a soap opera? Because on soaps, nobody ever dies either. <laughs> so, so the thing, I'm not, I'm not actually spoiling you because I'm not telling you the context of how she's yeah. not dead.
2: Um, mm-hmm. But
1: yeah, so anyway, she, but. But the finale, see, it was weird. We watched the finale, and to me, after seeing the penultimate episode, I yeah. thought that it was kind of anticlimactic.
2: They probably I should really have had it. last week's episode be the finale. I mean, Dominic. No, uh, no, they did the
1: same thing with Ned
0: Stark, where they pulled their punch in the penultimate. Yeah. But I feel like, for one thing, you don't expect it, it lets them drop right. that surprise, even though they've done it before. It, a lot of people didn't see it coming if you haven't read the books. And, right. So I mean, that series doesn't really have episodes. I mean, I know it does, no, but right. it's long stories that you're just this is, is this chapter and then the next chapter. So right. I don't feel like it needs a big finale. No, I feel and like so, just it keeps going.
1: And what it did, I think, really well is I think it brought some storylines to conclusion. Um okay. It brought it brought. Um, We've got uh Jon Snow returning to right. the wall. mm mm-hmm, uh, right. oh, He's come home. Uh oh, has come home. Um, and Jamie Lannister
0: yeah, came home.
1: Jamie Lannister came home and, wow. and and I have to tell you, the look between the, the look that Brienne gives him mm-hmm. just broke my heart. And I was really waiting for that scene, and um, that's really because I think she's got a thing for him. Oh, I can't wait to Definitely. watch it now. <laughs> and I think he's got a thing for her also, and I think he's going to get back with Circe. He's going to get back with Circe. Um, Circe Cersei, so Cersei will
0: Cersei. have him. Well, I don't have the books, so you, I guess um, you have more information than I do. <laughs>
1: yeah, I forgot. You know, I read books. I read novels, and I forget. I need read I the so I read I... the first like one and a half,
0: so I'm gonna try to read some more this summer. Uh,
1: but Tracy, um, you know, she she'll have Jamie back. Although she was kinda looking at that missing hand. Yep. Ooh, that's what yeah. I was thinking. She's interested. She's quite the cold hearted bitch. Mm. So yeah. yeah. So I'm yes, kinda wondering. Um, you know, she's going to throw him over or if she's going to be cruel to him. And then, of course, there's Brienne who accepts him for who he is. Right, right. Yeah. Mm. So, you know, I'm pulling for Brienne because she's not the beautiful woman. And I kind of dig that. So I I really like that, you know, she's not gorgeous. Um. so ultimately, did you
2: think it was a good one or a bad one? Yeah, no, I liked it. I thought the things came Mediocre. to the conclusion. I really loved it.
1: what was validated for me was the story between Clegane and um, Arya. Mm, that was good. I really liked Life. that. He's. I've always liked him. It's so bizarre. I've always. Mm-hmm. I've always. Always oh, liked Uh oh, can people not hear? Yeah, I just said just refresh your page if you can't hear us. Yeah, I wonder. It does
2: that am talks.
1: Yeah. Okay. Kind so of hopefully, crazy. that would be weird. Hello,
2: guys. Can you hear us? Can you hear us now? Can you hear me yeah. now? <laughs> um.
1: So, but yeah, I mean, I really like. I've, I've, you know, I've always felt that Clegane was. Um. There was something else going on, and I think it's. It's just the tremendous performance by the actor.
2: He really yeah. telegraphs
1: that there's something much more noble about him, more complex about him, and mm-hmm. I really love the interplay between him and Arya. He's really become her protector, mm-hmm. yeah. And I really, really
2: like that. I would agree with that. Well, he was kind you of Sansa's
0: protector too before, you know, like yeah. he saw this. I I I've liked him because of that, but my favorite character is Tyrion, Not and he though. and Tywin had, and Joffrey, too, they had the best scene in the season finale, a big extended small yeah. council meeting, and what came after, that for me was the highlight of the final yeah.
1: hour, yeah, you know what, I'm sorry, I'm what was
2: it, I'm like, I'm like, I'm trying to give this lady the number so she can call in. There's, a, a, okay.
1: there's a small Here. council meeting where Joffrey comes
0: in, and he's basically jumping for joy that Robb Stark and Caitlyn are dead. And he's oh, talking okay. about how to get his revenge, he's going to, like, cook Robb's head and feed it to Sansa. And Caitlyn basically smacks him down and puts him in his place. And then when right. Joffrey balks, Tywin teams up on him. But then oh, everybody my. leaves, and Tywin, like, really makes Tyrion feel like crap. So.
2: Oh, yeah. my God. What a jerk he is. I can't stand I know. him. And I have to I, take I, him down a notch or two. Seriously. And I'm also I mean, really
1: liking the, the sort of budding relationship between Tyrion and Sansa. He's always had a soft spot for her.
0: Oh, they had a good moment in the finale. Like, she's softening really, to him, too.
1: Yeah, I think they're oh, really getting to, to understand that he is quite the noble quite so he is
0: he will never mistreat her never
1: no he would not he would not mistreat her um there's a reason why women fall in love with him and it's not his well, looks right. and although
0: he's kind of cute <laughs> although shay is, shay is just going to cause all kinds
1: of trouble she She's gonna, just all needs right. to leave so can i can i give you a spoiler She's for next scary, season, man. can i give you guys a spoiler for next season and you'll yeah. forget it yeah,
2: <laughs> I try
1: to forget. Right. It. We'll try, try to, to forget. forget. it. Oh, it's, it's a big one about Joffrey.
2: hmm Okay.
1: Oh, I better not say.
2: No, just tell us now.
1: <laughs> um, let's say that he gets his comeuppance.
2: Oh, good. Well, that makes me happy. Mm-hmm. And if he needs way. a come, up, he needs more than a comeuppance. That that he needs to way. be like I don't know, bitch. so And you know who's my new another hero? Realm. Thing?
1: Now you know who my new hero of the piece is—is is Davos. Davos. Yes. A, yes, yeah. I would agree with
2: that.
1: Who he, saves Robert he, Baratheon's bastard? New hero. Absolutely. Uh, yes. Yeah. Saves his life. The red. The red priestess. Wants to. Pull him apart piece by. Piece. Oh, and you know who gets his great? Who I loved. Seeing get his comeuppance was Seon Greyjoy.
0: Well, but no, so he, he got I his come- rescued. Now I'm like, I'm excited that his sister's going to get him because I'm yes, like, as much as I hate Theon, nobody deserves what's happened to him.
1: Yeah, well, he's kind of, he, but but he like burns. I don't, out. not even Jossie deserves that level of crap. I yeah, mean, well, Theon, Theon actually kind of approached that level of debasiveness. With burnt, the burning yeah. of the, the, the raising of Winterfell, and uh, I know,
0: but I still think no matter how little, I, I just feel like they just take it.
1: Oh. oh, I don't, I don't know. I, he's got it. Well, I mean, a lot of those guys are pretty redeemable. I mean, look, look at Jamie. I mean, Jamie mm-hmm. was. Oh, yeah. you know, It took it took the loss of his hand to make him redeemable,
2: but right, yeah. that's true. But you know, uh, so, so, uh, it's going to be interesting to see what happens next I'm season.
0: Just hoping, right. I'm just hoping they can maintain the ratings because it feels like there's a backlash among fans for, well, not real fans, but, you know, people that watch the show after the red wedding, it, I just felt a really, like a lot of people are starting to turn on it because of that.
2: Really? really people that mean, I,
0: people, a number of people that I know that watch the show are like, I'm done with it. I can't believe they did that. That's ridiculous. And I don't well, understand but, why.
1: You, know, you should read the book. Well, they should read the yeah, novel. I mean, it's it's in the novels. I'm yeah, sure it is. Uh, well,
0: I, I know, but I I don't know. I've start. Uh, it's just frustrated me listening to people this week complain about how they're done I with know. the show, and I it that's actually my drilling column that I have today because it's just <laughs> like I, I already saw happen to the killing last year that everybody turned on it because it didn't give them what they expected, and I'm I'm like, I don't know how you didn't expect this. Look at what they did with Ned Stark. But
2: right. on the other hand,
0: I, I just don't understand how people can turn on a show no. like this. It has a lot Listen, of
2: quality. You have, no idea. You, you have no idea. I mean, that's nothing. I mean, you should hear what I have to deal with with these soap fans. Oh, but I bet. Well, you know they on a daily thing. basis, it's like, it's like you just want to scream, you know. It's like, are you crazy, <laughs> you know. But, you know, I you mean, just, I don't know when they're just so passionate about it, you know. And, I mean, like, mm-hmm. especially, you know, Game of Thrones is such a big uh, I think production, too, I, I just think they just need to, like, take a step back. And oh, I think yeah. by the time <laughs> the, the next season starts, they'll all be back on the bandwagon. Uh, I but but so. you know what? But you know what? If It's, like, true of
1: every show. I mean, I go back to all the shows that I have loved over the last yeah. 20 years. You know, people started hating the X Files. Well, I kind of agree oh, God, I love but the at the end of the that was season, you know, it, 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 to but me, yeah. it wasn't the X Files after season six. But you know what? <laughs> I was very, very validated in my view after talking to Dean Haglund, and Dean yeah. told me, "Yeah, well, they never wanted to make it go past five seasons."
2: Well, yeah, I mean, <clears> it was <throat> the thing with the X Files is this, that it was just so it, they didn't it was just Mulder and Scully. You know, like, I feel like if they had brought in Robert, Robert Patrick earlier, um, and, uh, what's her name? I can't even think of her name right now. The, the, yeah, the girl, the woman, that. right? Anyway, if they had brought them in kind of earlier, like I'm talking about, you know, maybe at the end of season five and weaved them into right. the series, I think it would have been okay. Like I seriously, I mean, once David left, I was just like, I didn't want yeah. to, I mean, to be honest with you. I mean, I, I watched the episodes when he was on, um, and, I watch, and I watched the finale. I didn't watch any of, of season nine at all. I just watched the finale. Yeah, I didn't. I'm,
1: i, didn't, I'm like, I didn't even,
2: he, he was the show as far as I was concerned. I didn't even watch the
1: finale. So, 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 so maybe that was maybe bad Oh, the bad finale example. was good,
2: but anyway. Uh, okay. Maybe that <laughs> was yeah, a bad example. Yeah, people are crazy.
1: But, but um, okay, so House, They. Oh, we're leaving because – House and Cameron are not going to be true lovers forever, or I'm leaving. To, I'm not going to watch the series anymore because Huddy happened, or I'm going to leave the season, the the show because Huddy didn't happen, or I'm going to. You know, it was like, oh come on guys, it's not oh our oh, show to write. You would
2: not believe. It's not our show to write. A, no. There is a whole slew of people that after Steve Burton left General Hospital. That they're not watching it anymore unless they get Steve Burton back. And I'm just like, okay, one person is not the show, for God's sake. I mean, you know, yes, I mean, it's a, he, he's a great character. He's a great actor, blah, blah, blah. But, I mean, like, you know, it's a freaking soap opera, people. Get get, get exactly. person. And people are like, oh, well, I'm not watching unless Duke and Annie. You know, I mean, you have no idea. Every single day it's, like, crazy. But I just think that sometimes fans go over and beyond what they, the you know, just fans, a little too crazy. This kind of
0: stuff turns them off. They're not. They're viewers, but they're not fans, in my opinion.
2: Right. Yeah, that's what I say. Right. I mean, it's like the it's like a, a fly by the night fan. Okay, if this person is on, then I'll watch it. If not, I mean, if you're a fan of the show, you're a fan of the show. And I just feel like, right. you know, it gets me aggravated yeah. when I hear people, you know, even like the primetime stuff, people are upset about it. some of the va- vampire I mean, you stuff you know, that's I going mean, on and Supernatural and well, you like, well, you you
1: just, I mean, you saw, let's segue, you saw um, what happened last season with Once. I mean people yeah. got really upset because yeah. there wasn't enough Rum Now, okay, so I love you know, I love R- Rumple and Bell and that I love the whole relationship thing and that's great. But it's not our show, you know, and, and but people got all ticked off and said, Oh, I'm not gonna oh, watch yeah. this again and I remember after I saw it at Manhattan, I think it was after I saw Manhattan. I love Uh that like show. a couple weeks crazy. before I saw that a couple weeks before it aired. Mm-hmm. and, um, you know, people were like, oh, is, what is it, you know, is it going to be, and I couldn't really tell anyone anything, right, yeah. cause I, So I teased <laughs> people, and I was like, you know, you're really going to love it, and if you're a baller, you're going to really love it, and then mo- a lot of people loved it, and then people started emailing me saying, or tweeting me and saying, well, there was only one scene. I'm
2: like, oh, come yeah, on. but it was a very pivotal scene. A scene. I mean, what an incredible scene that was,
1: and, you know, thing. like, you know, it doesn't have to be that – it doesn't have to be Rumble all the time. It could be Little snatches. I mean, the cast is so huge, and the storylines are so numerous.
2: Yeah, and the thing is, is, with Rumble, though, it's it's those moments that then you really – it makes you – it's substantial, in other words. They didn't just – I mean, every single scene that we did get this this past season – was very substantial, moved yes. the story along, moved them along, made them eat, grow one way or another, you know, whatever yeah. they were doing. And that's what, that's what it is. I mean, you're not going to get them every single week. It just isn't right. going to happen. I mean, we don't even right. get that on our soaps. That's not the way it works. So, oh, you know, I know. Yeah, I mean, I mean you know, Well, but, and you don't get that on Game of Thrones
1: because, you know, you have. No. One, like Here. Okay. So what, my like case in case point. in their cast. Okay, <laughs> so case, case in point here, guys. Okay, so I'm, uh, you know, I'm like very, very interested in Jamie's uh, Mm storyline. And uh, by the way, he's—I think he's nominated for Critics' Choice Award. By the way, Uh, I just read Variety. I think I read that Variety. I read that in Variety variety this morning um, for supporting actor. So, um, which is kind of cool. And uh, I hope he wins. But um, ever since that episode where he rescued Brienne from the bear. Um, we haven't seen any of their interactions at all. And That was right. Three, three episodes. So that's there. why
0: you turned on the show and quit watching.
1: Yeah, I to talk about ago, how horrible it was. Yeah, to, to to, two weeks ago they weren't on. Last week they weren't on. Last mm. night they were in like one half of a second. Oh that free was. But in. it was a nice. It was a nice moment, moment. and it was great. And and it, it well, was great. Fun. It was lovely. So, you know, it's it's you can't if you're gonna watch if you're gonna commit to watching a show, commit to watching the show. You know, don't yeah, bitch exactly. About it. Okay, but you can. I mean, you can. That's what we're here for. We're here to bitch about shows. So, well, yeah, you know, I so. mean, that's
2: <laughs> a, the other thing I was gonna say. Did you guys have you watch guys seen? Hypocritical of me. <laughs> did you <laughs> guys watch Hemlock Grove yet? I'm gonna keep bugging no. you. To see. I think there's a right? new season's coming up, isn't it? What yeah. right?
0: Uh, Hemlock Grove. Oh, no, I haven't watched that yet. But, no, no, season two will be next year. It, we got a long time.
2: No, yeah, we've been released a, a month or two ago. Yeah,
0: I don't that,
1: it'll be
2: 2014. Waiting oh, for, man.
1: I am waiting for Newsroom, July 14th. Yes. I've no. been watching the trailers. I'm really excited. Can't is wait to, go to see the it. Is it
2: good? Does it look good? I haven't watched I haven't um, the trailers yet. Oh, the first yeah, season
1: was yeah.
0: amazing.
1: First season was my trailer. favorite show last
0: summer.
2: Just
1: by the I mean, way, to have the, to
2: watch
1: the it. Season one D V D set is really, really good.
2: Mm-hmm. Really, really
1: good. Um, so get it if you can. Uh it's coming out in a uh, couple weeks. It'll be out. Um cool. the deleted scenes are good. The commentaries are great. This season is going to be quite personal. I believe it starts. And I haven't gotten a, I haven't seen it yet. I've only seen uh I've gotten a couple of advanced trailers that um I don't think it's been released yet, but um that, that said, Oh here they are, release them uh, to your readers. So uh yeah. and I haven't done that yet. But um there's it looks like um it's gonna start with a bad st- story that goes very bad. Mm-hmm. And the season is going to track the impact of this disastrous oh. broadcast. Oh, that's interesting. Yeah, so it'll be different. Last year it sort of skipped around throughout Obama's uh, early years. Yeah, it was like like a year and a half in those ten episodes. Yeah, yeah, and it was great. It was fun reliving it while I was watching the DVD set, Um, Mm -hmm. so that was fun. But um, I'm really looking forward to that. I am looking forward to Perception Mm. even though it, you know, it was not mm. the strongest show that I've no, seen The
0: penultimate episode was the only was one that I was fabulous. like, this is great television.
1: And if it can look, if it can live up to that, it, I can anyway, really. Uh,
0: DMT. I, I mean, I love Science guys, even despite the plot holes. And it has uh, Robert Sean Money from House on it this year, almost unrecognizable. But, um, other than that, TNT just—I mean—they—they they stick with the stupid yeah. formulaic procedurals. I yeah. not know we show on tonight, and it's completely boring and wrote well, and done like, before.
1: And you know, it's I feel like, like that'll L- be perception. It's like it's like CBS, you know? It's mm-hmm. Like oh. yeah, exactly. It's
0: the it's the CBS of the cable networks. It it, it seems
1: to be. Is. Oh it Lord.
2: <laughs> be.
1: Um. So you know, I'm looking. I am looking. I'm going to see. I really, really, really like the cast so I want to see where it goes yeah. I love the mm. I love the fact that it's shot in Chicago and I love the fact that That's I interviewed cool. LeVar Boston last year so LeVar mm-hmm. and I are just like really good friends He's a, he he's, he follows me on Twitter hi LeVar mm-hmm.
2: uh, <laughs> uh, <laughs> but don't forget True Blood is starting this Sunday and Dexter both of them you have Dexter's right, yeah.
0: final season
2: you yeah. have Ray I've Donovan
1: never, never gotten Dexter I've never gotten I'm worried.
2: Into I'm, Oh, you're kidding me. Dexter's oh
1: dead. my god. The is
2: so good. I came in I actually didn't start watching it until the third season, but then I went back and watched everything. Oh my god, Michael C. Hall, he's so great and I mean you know, obviously I think he's gonna get caught this season. I mean it's gonna be yeah. the last well, yeah. season. Yeah. See, so I'm this just is kinda bummed.
1: This is my bo- my T V bias. Okay, this is where my T V bias comes in. Okay. I really have to involve myself with the main character. I have to right. really find that main character resonant in some way.
2: Mm-hmm. And
1: I tried watching Dexter. I cannot get past Dexter's pathology. Well, he's got his dark
2: past- passenger, though, Barbara. That's your thing, his dark passenger. <laughs> and it's, well, it's, well, it's his dark passenger. he doesn't have passengers. those
0: redeemable... I mean, yeah, well, no, he doesn't have anything
2: reasonable. He doesn't have any redeemable qualities He's not, by, he's not but by he it does, so, But wait a minute, I, I don't agree with that Because, I mean, he's got a sister who Deb, who he loved And his son and yeah, but, so, just, but look but, at how
0: long it's taken him To realize that he has feelings for them And he still doesn't know how to process the feelings Or yeah, what to do with the feelings
1: He's, he's, he's know? Like, He
0: doesn't he's not hey, inside, I, He can't
1: uh, I love him, but it, but I'm all cool. I'm very cool with sociopaths. I'm very cool. Yeah. And, you know, I, you know, I love house. Yeah. I'm completely yeah. A sociopath. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, I, I really cannot get into psychopaths and I can't, I, I just, I can't, I can't get past huh. it. Yeah. And, um,
2: what about like, what about like true blood? What do you think of that? I mean, Bill's going to go to so It's it's,
1: it's gonna funny. be hilarious. I mean, <laughs> it's a comedy. I mean I don't if that's you know, a comedy, I don't need to have my wounded hero. I don't need my wounded hero. Um if it's a comedy, it's just funny. If it really gets me, it's fine. And I've i it's not appointment T V for me. But I when I watched True Blood, I've really enjoyed it.
2: I've really, yeah. really
1: liked it. Well it's just you just funny, one fun, of those, but you know,
2: I like it. So here's yeah, the you I mean, just show. have to kind of Throw a so, reason out the door when you want to. Yeah. It's you know? okay. Hey, you're talking to a girl who's
1: writing a novel about two guys who are immortal. I mean,
2: you know. Really? I forgot. It's just crazy.
1: If you, you need know, you know, a new a genre show, uh,
0: the Critics' Choice nominees came out today, and the show that got a ton of nominations was Orphan Black. If you haven't seen Orphan Black yet, no,
2: it's really good. I have not seen mean
1: that. What network is so, that on?
0: It, it's an uh, import. It's airing on BBC America, but I think it's a Canadian show that they're yeah. just airing. And it's about a bunch of clones all played by the same actress. Oh and interesting. she is phenomenal. She is so good at, like, balancing all the nuance of all the different characters. And even, like, oh. when one of her characters is pretending to be another one of her characters, she oh doesn't even God. handle, like, doing that.
2: Oh, my God. Okay. What's the name of it? Orphan it's called in Black.
0: Black they just completed season one. It was like ten episodes, and it's okay. really neat.
2: I will have like, to.
0: Like the, uh, the first episode, the first episode, I was like, "This is pretty good. It's interesting." But as the season unfolds and it gets deeper and deeper into the mythology behind what's going on, and you get to see that actress really stretch and show her stuff, I, I think you'll be impressed.
1: There's wow. Okay, series. I will. There's another series coming on with Liev Schreiber. Ray Donovan. Ray Donovan, that looks really yes. pretty interesting. Really? So, I, I just heard, I, I
2: what's
1: love that one about? I, I love him. I love I Maria. He, um, no, no, not Schreiber. Maria? Schreiber. No,
2: he I don't Schreiber. think they're related.
1: No, I don't think they're related. Just um, no, the um, no, last one, Schreiber and Schreiber. Leav,
2: oh, okay.
1: We <laughs> have Schreiber, is, Schreiber, is a, um, oh,
2: Schreiber. Okay. is a New
1: York Jewish actor who is quite, I saw him on Broadway. In oh. Glengarry Glen Gary, Glen Ross. He was
0: one, uh, He's off. one of my and wife's like top three actors of all time. I love so.
1: him. I love him. Even Alan Alda starred in it, and it was amazing. It was Ooh. quite wow. amazing. Um, sitting in the fifth row, center, and brought oh, cool. with
0: with Dexter, Chrissy. So just cut uh, your you. teeth a little longer. Um, I will. I will. Oh my god.
2: Yes. That did Robert
1: did a movie. Did a movie with Viggo Mortensen. Mm-hmm. Many oh, years ago. Oh, I love ago. ego.
2: How could Paul. you not like
1: Biggie? Oh my God! What was the name of the movie? Oh. Um, it was about. It, it surrounded the the moon landing. A walk on the moon.
2: Um and on, Is it? it was, is that the one that the conspiracy one? No, 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 no. no, no, no. It's a love story. No. It, takes oh, okay. no, it takes place in the hmm.
1: Catskills. It takes place in the Catskills, and it's hmm.
2: uh, it's
1: it's sort of it's sort of dirty dancing, but not really. Um, <laughs> <laughs> it's really, really good. So that would be my recommendation. If you like, if you like Zigo, this is a really
2: yeah, good movie. That's though. sort of
1: off the grid. Uh, speaking mm-hmm. of movies off the grid, I have to get in my Carlisle movie of the week. Uh, mm-hmm. Since we were talking about Game of Thrones and yes. uh, Lena Lena Headey who plays Tracy
2: mm-hmm.
1: Mm-hmm. she and Carl she and Carlisle did a movie back at uh, in in nineteen ninety nine, nineteen ninety seven, nineteen ninety eight, something like that. Called mm-hmm. Face. And it is uh directed by Antonia Bird and it is a great movie. Uh, Ray Winston is in it.
2: Ooh. And
1: show stars Ray Winston is in it. Uh um it's got a great score, a fabulous nineties brit pop score. Um Ooh, awesome. and it is What's it called, really is it? it's called Face. F A C E face.
2: Oh, oh, okay. Ooh, and it is
1: it is worth a watch and in Carlisle and Lena Headey play lovers mm-hmm. but uh it is it's a really well done uh movie it's got some elements of messaging in it but it's uh, Carlisle basically plays a uh, east end uh uh thief <laughs> mm. robber
2: <laughs> criminal guy <laughs> um, so oh, my God. <laughs>
1: Cool, and it's kind of cool to listen to him with his Cockney accent. So he does very well. Uh, anyway, him and Winston. Of course, Winston always has that East End accent. But anyway, so mm-hmm. so let's segue into Once Upon a Time and off this other stuff. So we're doing our rewatch, and I'm going to bring Meredith in. Hi, Meredith. Thank you for holding on for so long. Hi, Meredith. Hang on, <laughs> Meredith. Is that you? Yes. Hi,
2: Hi Meredith. welcome. How are you?
1: Thank you oh, for no problem. Come here. We've we've got a ton of time. Ton- I mean, I I allocated like an hour and a half to tonight's show. We don't have to do mm-hmm. all of it, but I it's like <laughs> I wanted to just allocate enough time because we're always like running out of time um, as we gab and chit chatting and with three of us now, four of us um, in the chat. <laughs> so that's kind of it gets kind of crazy. So. Um, I still haven't seen Wonderland. People keep asking me if I've seen it. They it. like, haven't released it yet. No, they? and some, there was a rumor that Spoiler TV had it, and I haven't seen anything from them on it. So Somebody I'm just put
0: out a news. I mean, one of the TV sites just said today they've only filmed the 19 episode like thing that they a uh, 19 minute thing that they had done for the network. Yes. The full episode's not even done yet. Yeah.
1: Yeah. So I can't imagine how Spoiler TV could have it. I have. Um, the ABC media net on speed dial mm-hmm. <laughs> on my computer. It is literally, I have Safari, I, I usually use Chrome, and I have Safari like set to ABC media net. So right. when, I, when when the new screeners come out for all their shows, all I have to do is go it all comes up. Yeah, I mean, Fox, not as much, but I can do that with Fox or with uh, NBC as well, but um, CBS is kind of stingy about screeners you have to sort of ask for them and uh if they like you they'll send them
2: to you <laughs>
1: it's very weird last year they sent me all of them which was kind of nice
2: mm-hmm. uh,
1: and a, on, a, on a nice dvd um but hopefully we'll get to see some stuff but and I, I was just having an email exchange with uh christina radish who is a writer for collider she's a reporter tv film reporter for collider and uh Christina, if you're listening, hi, Christina. Uh, We were just chatting about Comic-Con and how much we have to watch of the new stuff before Comic-Con comes next month. So it's like I'm so behind, it's not even funny. (laughs) I've got so many shows to watch. Um, So anyway, so let's talk about uh, episode four of season one of Once Upon a Time, Price of Gold, the first Rumpel centric episode, yes. and uh, so what did you guys watched it again? Tell me what you mm-hmm, I did. I uh, did. tonight?
2: Didn't disappoint. I I was actually, uh, it was great that I rewatched. I hadn't watched it since the DVD came out last summer. That was the last time I rewatched it. So, um, uh, this I, was
0: only the second time I watched it. I watched it when it aired.
2: Yeah, okay, so good. So, yeah, I mean, I've seen it now three times total, I guess, but um, but it was really good. I, I caught some other details that I thought was interesting. Do tell. Um, well, um, if you remember the scene where um, Cinderella is going to make this new deal, right, with Rumpelstiltskin, mm-hmm. and you remember that the prince, I guess produced that quill was it? Who was it? Charming that did that? I can't remember which one uh, produced the quill that Mm -hmm. had magic on it. Yes. Um, the magic was done by the blue fairy. I'm telling you, that woman, that blue fairy person, has been behind all of this stuff. I mean, interesting. Yeah, I mean, think about it. You You know, she was that.
1: do you, do you think that she and Rumpel are in cahoots?
2: I think no. I think she. I think Rumpel is going to end up being her pawn in this whole thing. I really think that there is some underlying behind-the-scenes stuff. I mean, there's been, like, little bits here and there, and we just haven't – you know, there hasn't been a big picture yet. Her name is Mother Superior. I mean, that should be yeah. something. I kind yeah. of feel like that and the whole, like, fate thing – the whole fate thing. I just wonder if she is fate, or she mm. because because whenever anything is goes on. I mean, you know, she had the whole uh, oh, you know, you can do it in the the trunk, the the tree trunk thing. You know, sending mm-hmm. them away to another one. The beam that he, that she gave uh, Bay, he got you know he got it from the uh, just all there's like so many things, and when I noticed that quill, I'm like, oh god, I didn't even catch that the first couple times around. You
1: know what? You just you just said something that actually tweaked my interest here. Uh, I mean,
2: everything you okay. say tweaked my interest, but in particular. <laughs> um,
1: so she's, you know, you talk about the bean and you talk about the tree, and she's—it's all very natural world, right?
2: Yeah. And
1: she's Mother Superior, a Catholic nun in Storybrooke, right? Correct. What if she represents, you know, all the nature and spirituality of nature is very pagan. Right. Mm -hmm. Mother Nature. Right, Mother Nature. So she's but so she's mother nature or she's she's a pagan goddess or priestess. Maybe. And she's gotta be something like like, it's so but because because the storybook personas are sorta their opposites, right? They're sort of their you know, and, and so you know, you have someone who is a Catholic nun really being the fates or the pagan goddess or whatever. Yeah. Which I thought, you know, in control of nature, including Rumpel, who is part of nature. Right. He's very true. much he very much is part of nature. He communes with nature. He lives in the forest. That's kind of his thing. So mm-hmm. so um I'm wondering that might you might be onto something there, my dear. Uh, well, uh, you know my dear Watson. <laughs> You do our really terrible Dick Van Dyke English accent. Right? I know. <laughs> <laughs> uh,
2: so, yeah, so, okay,
1: so, so the, all right, so, so Rumpel is, you know, I think he, like, totally knew what he was getting himself into when he signed that.
2: Absolutely. Oh, yeah. He all doesn't do plan. anything without, without knowing everything, you know? Well, he
0: He just jumps right in that way too easily into that trap.
1: He did. Yeah, and of course I know why. Right, because he he wants to be in prison. That's where he wants to be. Yeah, because
3: he knows knows that at that very same time, Snow is in delicate condition and that Prince Charming would never let her, her anywhere near him to get any kind of advice on what to do about this curse unless they felt they were in the superior position. Right mm-hmm. he'd be asking for their firstborn. I mean Charming knows this. His own brother uh-huh. was one of them, you know. He, he knew all about this from the beginning. Right. Yeah, he's had right. probably more deals where he end up in danger than anybody. He yeah. I mean think about it. He first he ended up on the run from King George for with his first deal with Rumple. second time he ended up with an arrow. And right. then the next time he ended up with a fighting a dragon.
2: Exactly. Right.
3: So, so he thinks right. of Rumple as trouble more than anything. So no, he wouldn't have let Snow anywhere near her in her delicate condition unless they felt he could be contained.
2: Yeah, so true.
1: One of the things I've been thinking about a lot is, and and people argue with me about this all the time, is that when we see Rumpel um, in the pilot, when he's talking, to, he's charming into uh, Snow, Um. He's obviously decrepit, his teeth are much more rotted than we see him yeah. um in this episode um his that, clothes yeah. are in tatters he is um he's he's quite he's a little bit he's a little bit
2: more, re- little bit more put together
1: <laughs> he's a lot more put together here even you know and 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 the jail itself, the prison mm. itself looks kind of spanking shining new. Right. And then mm-hmm. when we see right. him in the pilot, which theoretically at least Happen. doesn't only happens months later. Um right. yeah, and, and then Three months he, later, like, yeah. it's a it's a huge dramatic shift. So I've been thinking about that because I've always said, Well, it's you know, either time is relative there, which it could mm-hmm. be. I mean, anyone who's ever studied Bible, which I've taught Bible, Um, just the Old Testament, not the New Testament, Um, in the original Hebrew, I might add. Um, And anyone who has read Genesis, for example, knows Mm -hmm. the time in storytelling or in tale telling – I'm going to get myself in trouble here – in tale telling and any kind of narrative, uh, whether you believe it or not, is relative. So a day is – a million years or seven days is 10 million years it and and noah who lived to 950 years old well who lives that long right i mean that's it, not it's 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 time doesn't mean anything in narrative so either um a day in the enchanted forest just like a day in storybook was 28 years i mean think about that one right Right, what? Not even right. a whole day. It was twenty-eight years until you know. I'm so sorry. Yeah, for I mean, Cinderella, Cinderella being was
3: months pregnant for all that time.
2: Yeah, yeah. That's what
0: bothered me too because I was like, you know, none of the nobody at all. I mean, how could? You, I know the time was hazy. Whatever they thought back, but nobody noticed that Cinderella was
1: pregnant for twenty-eight years. Well, the thing is that, again, everything, it was it was Groundhog Day. You know, the same mm-hmm. day happened yeah. over and over and over. Time Other eight on.
3: years. Time Henry, and he didn't, he didn't even knew. know everyone in this town.
1: Right. And, and, and I, somehow Henry
0: was brought in as a little kid and aged. Right, because he was you brought in know, I, I outside. I there's a couple of, of um, issues with that.
1: Yeah, yeah, and uh, but time but time stopped, and and Henry came. In, although Henry's not of the Enchanted Forest, mm-hmm. so not directly anyway. Um, no, and
0: it, it seems and to me that he had
1: been brought in as a baby and raised by Regina, so he aged somehow. Yeah,
0: when no one else did, because he, he wasn't time, there when the curse hit. But he didn't notice, you know, that nobody else was aging. He didn't. I, Again, I don't know.
1: Well, I don't know unless he was captured in the spell somehow too, although all, or it's a big plot hole that they're going to have to figure out how to fill. Uh, So, so this is my thing. So this is my thing. So either time stands still, you know, in the enchanted forest and things happen very, 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 very slowly. Um, Or this is the other thought that I had after watching price of gold again. So when, when Rumpel is captured and put into that cart, he makes the right. statement that not only is he paralyzed for that but but his magic is impotent he doesn't have magic it's taken away from him the man is hundreds of years old supposedly right? right what if in that span of several months he is aging and he is decrepiting and he is you know even even That's with the, the elongated time frame of their existence He's been around for a very long time, and what if he's deteriorating
2: slowly?
3: Right. I, I still think he's a form of withdrawal, being unable to do magic,
1: being a magical being. Well, he's he's not a magical being. He's cursed. He's not intrinsically magical. He's un, He lives under no, a curse. No, I
2: mean, he's under a curse, and he's sort of possessed, if you will.
1: Yeah more so That's that, you like know he
2: he's not magic i mean he is not see, not like
1: we're, yeah. not like we're, is magic he's where sam and dean when we need them
2: right <laughs> <laughs> yeah i know really we need sam and dean i want to <laughs> see i want to see a crossover of castiel <laughs> yes misha Cast- i love yes. him he's so castiel, cute i tell you yeah. you oh, know when so. i saw misha on 24 on, on the first season i think it was a 24
1: I realize, I just now, I,
2: I started watching 24 because it's coming back again. Yeah. Sorry. But anyway, anyway okay. he was so cute with his long you hair. But anyway, watch. sorry.
1: Okay, but you also have to watch 24 Redemption, the director's cut version. You, you must oh, watch
2: it's, it. Okay, to, have, I will.
1: must watch it. You must. I mean, that's Where? like a must, must
2: Okay. Watch. All right. I'll put I'll it on my list.
1: It's like, yeah, you have to get it. I mean, not not the regular oh, director's cut because there's a really great scene that they cut. Um, oh, good. It that okay. I love very much.
2: Um, anyway, back to back to. Anyway, sorry. <laughs> so, <laughs> but we uh, yeah, track.
1: so that would be fun. That would be fun to have uh, Misha Collins make a guest appearance. I don't think they're like. You know, well, they you know they all shoot in Vancouver. Why not?
2: I know. I'm thinking maybe I, sh- I should just make a trip up there and see if they'll let me talk to them for blogging. That'd Friday. be fun. I'm That's gonna. Cool.
1: I'm gonna. That would be great. I'm gonna. Uh, try to talk to those guys um, when I go up to Comic Con next month. So.
2: Awesome. You're gonna have to. Uh, oh my God. I'm gonna need a blow-by-blow on that. They're my. Uh-huh. They're my like hotties. I I'll assuming, be jealous.
1: I'm assuming they're gonna be there, and um, I'm gonna see. If yeah, usually
2: they all are. Yeah, oh my god, so,
1: and Vamp- oh my god, and Ian Somerhalder. Oh my god. Anyway, well, see, I Obviously. have to. I have to. You're I, gonna have I,
2: to I list. Will,
1: I'm only going to talk to people <laughs> that I know. You know that not that I know, but that I watch their shows. I mean, it's yeah, it's totally. really hard. It's really really hard to do a good interview with yeah, someone no, I totally get it. unless you know their work. So last yeah. year, I. Even though my my daughter was like, oh, you have to talk just the supernatural genre. I was like, I yeah, I don't watch the show, so I it's really hard to do that. So um, so I really try very hard to prep it yes. very very well, and I That's can only. How prep. I am too. Um, and yeah, because otherwise
2: it, it, you can't. And plus, I don't like faking it. You know, I can't fake it. I have to be watch. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, I can't. I, have, I don't watch your I show. Have. What's the point?
1: I have, and I'm actually pretty good at it. I've actually gotten comments from publicists, and I'm not going to name names because they're going to kill me, yes. where, you know, like I've interviewed someone. I was like, wow, that was like, it was such a pleasure to talk to someone who actually knows my work. And I was like, yeah, yeah, and it but, if about good, it. but if you're a good interviewer and you concentrate and you listen, I mean, yes. that's the key to being a good interviewer is you have to be a better listener than you are a talker.
2: Yeah, it's and if you can do both,
1: well, that's cool. <laughs> and if you can write <laughs> on top of that, you got it. Then
2: you're set to go. Then we got a job to <laughs> with blog
1: critics, guys. <laughs> so, <laughs> so. Uh, so anyway, oh so God. back to back to Price of Gold. So yeah, so I think I think this is my new theory: is that um, the magic is gone, and he is just just deteriorating, and had. What happened in the pilot not have happened? What would have happened to Rumpel? He would have withered away to nothing. Maybe. Right. Yeah. So. I think but think so. Too. I mean,
2: but I think he would have known. He knew how long he was going to be in there. Like, he I don't did. think he would have. Commis- yeah, he perspective- wouldn't have commissioned. Knew Emma would
1: arrive before the curse hit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. And and, and you know what? And 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 his prophetic nature, um, you know, would would bring him in. So, uh would would, would really? clue him in. So that was really cool. Um so uh the other thing I was thinking is and again, you have the counterpoint of um Cinderella and her prince in mm-hmm. the Enchanted Forest version really um, really being the noble guy and his storybrook mm-hmm. counterpart being a real jerk and and a and a you know not very inventive and not very oh we're gonna try all these cool things, so you right. have a kind of counterpoint going too i think exactly and uh yeah, yeah, and i you know the other thing that that kind of i and I had forgotten this is if you look at i mean gosh you know mr gold i mean he he's a he is a he deals in children i mean that, mm-hmm. but that
0: reinforces that he procured the child for Regina. I mean, but now you know it's more than one child
1: that he's dealt with. It is, and he's right. a procuring children. I mean, that that's a really sinister occupation.
2: It is, and that's As why I'm saying notice, like.
1: This, did you it's notice completely. they really dropped They drop that. I mean, we really don't see a lot of mention of that afterwards. Yeah. In, in subsequent episodes certainly not in season 2 where he's become more struggle
3: baby but it hmm?
1: they did, like, have to come closed. back
3: remember that was their original deal
1: the miller star yeah right right um but but it it was it was slightly different it was a deal made directly with the with the girl with 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 Cora right you right. know it's not it wasn't it wasn't like a modern day baby merchant, which is a a terribly abhorrent thing. You know, you read about that stuff uh, on, on in the news and it's a really controversial way they would have gone. I think it would have made gold a really sinister character. And I think this is my speculation as they realized that Rumpel was going to be such a popular character, and they really had a, a gold mine, as it were, with Robert Carlyle playing gold. They really couldn't go down that route. They couldn't make him that sinister, and that dark, and that despicable in his modern day incarnation.
2: Yeah, I agree with you on that. I, I mean, I, was, I I'm upset. I mean, it would well, make I'm him worse he, Dexter. <laughs> well, crazy. I'm upset even what they what they did in that last episode. I mean, they have the last couple of episodes, two three episodes of the season. They kind of went down that road of, you know, he's really gonna break the rope that you know Henry yeah. is leaning on. I mean, what was that? And then,
1: but he, I don't but hurt. I,
2: I, I mean,
1: yeah, but he, but he didn't. I mean, was well, he really
2: it, gonna go through with it? It's yeah, question, I don't know, but I don't know. Yeah, I don't know people
1: say no, that he wouldn't have and, and that the episode itself bore that out. You know, where it's well, you know, right. I know I know he's my undoing, but he's also my grandson. And you know, that yeah. the, the conscience that conscience that nips at him when you're talking about buying and selling infants, right. that's a really heartless ruthless, exploitive line of business. Oh,
2: yeah. and, I, think, and I, think,
1: I think that the way
3: that Gold sees it and probably Rumple as well is, it kind of goes back to, of course, his own thing about his son, is that he figures anybody who's willing to trade their child for anything, they deserve the group they, they get.
2: Yeah, and yeah, anybody who's yeah.
3: willing to pay that much for a child, they must really, really want them.
1: And therefore, want to take good care of them. Right. But he's selling them. He's not giving them.
2: Yeah.
1: <laughs> you know, there's a, There's the this, this selling part is the procuring the part. Selling like is, people, yeah,
2: exactly. The people
1: who procure organs, you know, on the black market. I mean, he's really a black market baby dealer. And right. that's a
2: really, really
1: dark thing to make a heroic character. I mean, it, it really, in, a, in some ways, goes beyond Dexter, because Dexter That's has a true. reason for doing what he's doing. And if you're being this ruthless baby dealer, so I think they really, they they went right to the edge. And before we actually knew Rumpel very well, and before Desperate Souls, I think by the time we get to Desperate Souls, which isn't many more episodes past this. Four um, more. Four more, okay. So you really um, see you know, what Rumple's all about. And I think mm-hmm. by that point, it was like, wait a second, we cannot go down this road with this character.
2: Right. Um, well, yeah, I mean, they would have, well, not only that, but, you know, it's just interesting to me that, um, you know, he procured Henry yeah. for Regina. And I, but see, I, I, my feeling is, I think that Mother Superior had something to do with it. Yeah, the thing, yeah and, we still and, don't know. Yeah, and I mean, I'm lot dying lot. to see that how, how that's going to be. And I'm wondering, and that's maybe
1: one of the questions I'll ask um, when I'm at Comic Con is, you know, are they are we gonna are we gonna see that? Are we gonna find out more about that? And um, I actually, this this question of of gold as a as a baby dealer, as a black market baby dealer, really, I think that's a really interesting line of questioning um in an interview, so I have to remember to do that. (laughs)
2: Yeah. Totally.
1: Uh, um, hear what he has to say about that. I'm hoping that I'll God I'm not gonna I'm not gonna ask uh, Robert about that.
2: (laughs) If I get to if I'm lucky
1: enough to interview oh not about that. No, no. I mean it depends. If I get a one on one with him, I will. I will. For okay. sure I will. But he's not Sorry. the writer. I mean he's not a writer on the show. So you Well can't that's really, true. You
2: can ask you Jane about you, that probably.
1: I can. I, I can. I absolutely can ask yeah. Jane. I can ask Adam and Eddie about that. Um yeah. but I can't you can't really ask actors about uh storyline. You can ask them to you know, one of the what I do when I when I interview actors is I talk about interpretation and how mm-hmm. they interpret a character, how they are possessive of their characters, right. how they, how what they do becomes a collaboration with the writer. And yeah. that, that's, well, yeah, all cause they can are. never
2: talk about the storylines ever. Yeah.
1: They can <laughs> never talk about that. And I've done, frustrating. Really been, I've done, I've done interviews. I'll tell you, um I know what I can ask and what I can't ask. I mean, I, I sat down and interviewed Lisa Edelstein is a great interview because mm. she tells everything. I mean, she's like, "Oh yeah, awesome. you you spill the beans, spill the, the beans." But even she wouldn't, and and Jennifer Morrison too. I mean, she she was very coy when I interviewed her about House. I mean, I've interviewed a ton of actors, ton of actors, and sometimes their uh forthcoming. As uh, Carlisle, when he's been interviewed, is such a spoiler guy. He will spoil. Yeah. I've I heard interviews he did about on Stargate. He gives very few interviews now, but when he was doing interviews for Stargate, um, mm-hmm. and and it was his show. I mean, he was the nominal star of yeah. the show, um, so he gave a ton of interviews, and um, he talked. There were all kinds of spoilers from him all the time. <laughs> so, <laughs> I, you know, so I I think he he you know it's like he's a really he doesn't give a lot of interviews and he's very reserved. Which he's British, so he's reserved. But yes. he's Scottish, so he's less reserved than English people are. <laughs> um, but still, there's that reserve there. And but when he actually feels like talking, I mean, he does talk quite expansively. So I would love to do a one-on-one with him. I just that's number one. Number one on my list for one-on-ones, Carlisle. Number two on my list would be Misha Collins. Um, oh yeah. Number three. Who's number three on my list? Anthony
2: um, Ackles. Yeah, Johnny
1: <laughs> Lee Miller. I mean, of the actors, I mean Johnny Lee Miller for sure. Mm,
2: okay. I'd like to sit well, down
1: with Rob Rob Doherty again and talk to him about Elementary season two.
3: Yeah, I mean, there's okay. a bunch of yeah. You know.
1: So let's go back to Once Upon a Time. Anyway, I keep, I keep thinking about it because my my friend at Collider is uh, she. It's funny because she'll follow me when she wants to talk. So I know she'll, she'll follow me and then she'll unfollow me because she doesn't do Twitter a lot and she'll follow me. And uh, then I know that I'm going to start getting direct messages from her. <laughs> so <laughs> She wants to talk about Comic-Con. So that's cool. Um, but she's good. You should read her stuff. She does so many interviews for Collider. It's, she's it's great. And it's a huge, huge, they're even, they're much bigger because they're dedicated to pop culture, TV and film. Um, in mm-hmm. that area, they're bigger than blog critics is so. Um, but we're we're catching up. We're gonna catch up. Um, so anyway, um, oh the TCA is tonight. I'm I'm like watching Michael Osiello here on Twitter. <laughs> Tense moment <No>. at Critics' Choice <laughs> Awards between rival supporting actress nominees. Hmm. Okay, I gotta know what that's about. Hold on. Hold on. Hold on. Hold on. <laughs> Ooh. That's really nasty. I bet that's for fun. Oh, my gosh. Somebody's giving somebody the finger, but I have no idea who that is, and I have no idea. Okay. All right. So I'm going to actually bring in, there's somebody who's been, and I think this is Zombie, Zombies, who actually, by the way, wrote my wonderful theme song. So Hank from GateWorld.net. Hang on a second. Okay.
4: This is Zombies Slice from the Sea.
1: See? see?
2: Hi. Hi. How are you? <laughs>
4: Fine, I'm just yeah. watching the rest of development, the recent episodes.
2: What are you thinking? I, li- I watched them. I watched those. What did you think about them?
4: I like the fact that they focused more on the characters this, this time around, but I feel it still looked like the glossed aspect of humor, you know? I like yeah. the part when they were a family are doing dysfunctional stuff because you could truly split from family member to family member and family member and still have something funny.
2: Yeah, I agree with you on that. Yeah, I mean, I you know, I I watched all of the um, – I had watched seasons one, two, and three, I think it was, and I stopped watching it, and then I, st- I said, okay, well, let me pick it up again, and I'll watch the online ones. They're not as funny as the earlier episodes, I don't think. At least that's what right. I feel.
0: I think they're really funny, but they had to do them in a different way. Um, I mean, they're, they're so it. intricate, but the way they the cast – timing and schedules were off. They and this was also designed as like act one of a three act story rather than just standalone episodes. I so heard the whole about that and the whole structure is different. But I still enjoyed it. I feel just as much. Like it was an evolution and a growth and a different approach, but I, I really like them. Yeah, I really yeah. like the
4: fact that you guys should know more about the terrorists, you know,
0: Tobias Punta
4: and his active we will really get to see its love, you know? I may have passed out far, but I do appreciate what
2: they're trying to do. Yeah, and I mean I you know, I'll still watch yeah. it. I just I just for me it just wasn't as funny. I don't know. Maybe it was just maybe i was having a bad day, but so far I just was like, I don't know. I mean, it's okay. It's just yeah, I think you're right, Jimmy, it's kinda of restructured a little bit. And mm-hmm. I just I just need to get back into the I just need to get used to maybe the structure of it, the new structure. Maybe it'll be better. I don't know. I haven't, yeah, I haven't watched watching. all of
4: the episodes yet, but I will say that if you like *Parenthood*, then you should definitely watch the new episodes of *Arrested Development*. Yeah. Oh yeah! Right.
2: <laughs> right, right, It's right. really, really good.
4: Speaking of *Once yep. Upon a Time*, did you hear that I'm gonna review it? Oh, you yeah! Are? You mentioned that?
1: You're gonna yeah. mention? You're gonna do it on GateWorld?
4: Cool. They, cool. And you know, GateWorld has *Once Upon a Time* forms. You know.
1: I know. I know. I've been on there. Um, I've. Put links to, not every time that I've put links to some of my articles, um, but I haven't. I have gone there for a couple days. I usually inhabit the uh, the Dr. Nicholas Rush uh, um, thread, the forum for Dr. Rush, because I'm kind of a Rushy. <laughs> so, and I'm. <laughs> I know. I know. To- I know. You like Rush. I do. I like Rush. I do. I do. I think that's you great. You post more on the Once Upon a Time
4: sets and. That's, that's
1: that. Since to really use your participation. Oh yeah, you know I I got so much time that I can devote to stuff, and I'll. In fact, I haven't even gone to the to the uh, Rush uh, forum for like days, and I'll. I know I'll have like twenty five pages of posts to catch up on. I know, but I I will go. I promise. You know, I've been doing a lot of uh, going to the IMDb Once Upon a Time forum. And I know yes. a lot of people who listen to this show are IMDb Once Upon a Time fans, but uh, you're right oh, cool. have to go to the GateWorld. Um, and the reason GateWorld has a connection to, I mean, GateWorld has a connection to Once Upon a Time. Uh, the obvious connection is that Nicholas Rush is Robert Carlyle and Rumpel is Robert Carlyle, so there's the whole, you know. And the other thing is the other uh, the other connection between the two shows is that once upon a time is actually filmed on the same sound stage as Stargate Universe was filmed. Well, that's
2: cool.
1: Did you know that? Yeah, I know
4: that. Ventura that's- is usually the home for lots of sci-fi productions. Did you know that they were also the areas where most of Stargate SG-1 and Atlantis were located?
1: Yeah, yeah, but that specific studio, that specific set they when they struck they struck the Stargate set, they took down all the sets and in its place, they put up once upon a time, literally. And that, so that's, that is unusual because the Stargate sets have been up there a while. And in fact, Joe Malazzi told me, yeah, he says when, um, you know, he will, he'll drive by the studio in Vancouver. He wonders if Kipsis and Horowitz have their offices uh, in his old office. And, uh, so there's a very strong connection, between of course they were both filmed in Vancouver, which I think is a big reason why Carlisle agreed to do Once Upon a Time, because I think he kind of fell in love with Vancouver as being yeah, sort of beautiful up there.
2: Sort, of, sort, love of, it up sort there. of
1: Scottish. I know he said in an interview <clears throat> uh, when Once Upon a Time was about to come on the air, he said, yeah, he says it's kind of nice because um, they actually understand him up there and and <laughs> You mean and, and know,
2: that's funny. Yeah, funny with
1: his with his accent, and and I know he gets a lot of um, teasing um, from cast mates on Stargate. If you listen to the commentaries on Stargate Universe, you know he gets a lot of teasing—not teasing, but sort of you know gentle gentle teasing um, when he's not necessarily well understood. So, and that's that's um, about
4: Stargate Universe. The entire team is like a family of sorts.
1: Yeah, even when they're not much. on camera. Yeah, yeah, for sure. And I, I really – actually, it's really uh, worthwhile to pick up the Stargate Universe DVDs because every single episode has a cast commentary on it. It's like great. The only person oh, who doesn't cool. actually participate in the commentaries is Carlisle. But...
2: Well, that's the one you want to hear. <laughs>
1: nah, he, does, he didn't or- – Not even not even the episode he directed an episode in season two which he did a fabulous job of directing called Pathogen Um, Mm -hmm. and he didn't even do the commentary for that one so um, I think he doesn't like doing them Um, I get that impression I listening to the DVD uh, the the commentary on Skinty that he did with Jane Espenson
2: yeah that was so good it was very good but he comes off as
1: very very shy.
4: And of yeah, the, about the yeah. commentaries, it makes me want to get the DVD myself.
1: Yeah, yeah. the cool commentaries alone—it's really great. It's a lot of fun to listen to. All right, so I need to get back to Once Upon a Time. And
4: I'm sorry, let me give de- 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 out my link first. Okay. Can I S. Okay. G D. Slash Z R O U A T. Swords for Zombies reviews. Once upon a si- Once upon a time.
1: Okay. Cool. If you want to, you could type it into the chat room frame and uh, it'll be in there in perpetuity. So, um, there I you go. Know. Boot up the, the chat. Nice talking to you. OK, great talking to you, zombies. And I'll make sure. Talk- to- bye. Bye-bye. <laughs> OK, take care. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Bye bye. Bye bye. Bye. So, he's always fun to have on, he's, he's like a, a mainstay at Stargate. Character. He is. He's a real character. He's a, he's a mainstay gate world. He's a big Stargate fan. He is not a huge fan of Stargate universe.
2: (laughs) Really? I'm surprised though, because I would think that he would be. You know what?
1: Stargate universe was so different than the other two series, um, Uh SG one and Atlantis. It was so the other two series were kind of lighthearted and very funny and kind of fluffy, despite the, uh, topic despite the you know the kind of theme of the ancients and all of that and um it and Stargate Universe was a much, much more serious science fiction um, science fiction T V series, much more serious themes, much more serious show in general, not a comedy, not a lot of laughs. <laughs> um <coughs> although there were some some Eli was funny. Um, kind of comic relief, but um, yeah, it, it really it, it was a much heavier show. So a lot of, and that's one of the reasons that a lot of people think that um, Stargate Universe never really had a chance was because the other Stargate fans were just like, this is so very different than yeah. um, the other two that it was like, what the
2: f- <laughs> WTF? <laughs> what? <laughs> what the hell is what? going on?
1: So Stargate, i love Stargate Universe, I, and I've tried watching the other two series. Me and
2: too, just, and I can't get I, into it. I don't, can't
1: get into it. Why? I can't get
2: into it. You know, it, it goes know, along with it.
1: me. I got—I got my Byronic hero. You know, my wounded hero, Nicholas Rush is a wounded wounded hero. Right. And uh, you know, it's it's got me, and I also love all the other characters too. Louis Ferrera is great, and David Wallace is great as—sorry, uh, not David Wallace. Uh, David. Um, huh plays Eli Wallace is uh, is great. The whole cast is a lot of fun, and you see a lot of those guys crop up on Supernatural too. Mm-hmm. So, uh, yeah, but anyway, back
2: to Once Upon a Time. Once uh, Upon a Time. Uh, see, yeah, uh, I, I'd like deals.
1: to say something. If that's okay. Yes, yeah. sure. Um, Meredith, go. The
3: thing that really, really struck me was the power of Rumpel's deals. Even yeah. once he, you know, had signed the thing with the ink his magic still took Cinderella's yeah. prince away from her, erased her happy ending that he had so generously given her to
1: her. Right, right. He gave it her and even translated this deal into the next world. It did. It did. It totally did. And the other thing that struck me, thank you, Meredith, for bringing this up, is he really questions her about this. You're willing to give up, baby even though she was you know not right right and and it so mystified him in a way that he who had lost his son is dealing with someone who was willing at least on the surface of it to give up her children and that I think was what really got to him and I think it goes back to something that I think you Chrissy was saying before uh, we're saying before about you know, or maybe it was Meredith, or maybe it was Jimmy, about um, uh, you know Rumple and how he feels about people who are willing to give up their children. Yeah,
3: that was you know, and, and, right. and
1: maybe they deserve it, and y'all uh, nobody deserves that. But um, and I, I really think that that struck him, and and we don't understand that moment, and that's that's actually the beauty of that moment because watching the episode again. Today I see that look in Rumpel's eye and I'm like, huh. I really think that got to him. And it's just for just for a second. It's just for a second. It doesn't mean anything at that point of the season. But then you get to desperate souls. And you get not desperate souls, but you get later to the stranger, I think it was the stranger, where we really understand what happened to Bay.
3: Actually, that was The Return, yeah. the one before the, return. the Stranger. I'm sorry.
1: I'm sorry, it's The Return. We get the Return, here, yeah. Right, and we really understand why that's so important. But it's just it's just a moment, and it's a brilliant little acting moment. I'm sure was not in the script, but it's just like that. Because Carlisle, I'm sure, would would have known his character's arc at that point. Right. And he knows. He's, he knows he's what that just means. He's so
2: good at that, too. His facial so expression little, is just.
1: You know he goes from you this know. sort
2: of gleeful evil delight, I mean, you really
1: believe he is the evil imp in part of this episode,
2: right exactly. and, and that
1: and that is goal he's kind of this smooth talking lying out at both sides of his mouth ne'er do well I mean, and at the same time, you almost believe him when he tells um when he tells Emma you know, that he kind of mm-hmm. understands. And it, it actually speaks, too, because we don't know until um, Tallahassee, you know, what exactly right. happens to Emma. So, um, yeah, so there's a lot of really, really good stuff. But, by this. the way, did you catch that little
3: reference when Regina was talking to Emma? Why did you so, enjoy so much about
2: Tallahassee? Uh, yes. yes! Oh, my well, God. I, fun it's fun it's that. I was like, Whoa. That was a great yeah, moment. she was
3: waiting for him to show yeah. up.
2: It was so cute. It would have been so cute. You yeah, know what that. really
3: struck me about that deal in the hospital with them between the two of them? That well, number one, as soon as she made that deal with him, the deal with Cinderella was Nolan Void, right? And it was right then that her prince decided to commit himself, he showed yeah. up at the hospital. He was right. incapable of making that decision to
1: do that. And right. be with her until right.
3: Emma undid right. it
1: because he went down the that's well, right. and he said, "You will not be ret- he will not be returned to you until the deal is fulfilled." And by right. Emma making this new deal with him, it, he and he and he stuck to his deal. I mean, he did what he said he was going to do. Yeah, I think and he, he was trying to
3: test her magic to see if she could create a happy ending in a way by doing that with him.
1: That's interesting.
3: Okay. Yeah, also the other thing that was a little heartbreaking once you see the other episodes is he is in the hospital, and you don't know which floor he's on, but for all you know, Belle could be right beneath him.
2: Yeah.
1: That's yeah.
3: true. And he yeah, it's just so heartbreaking he to realize that. Yeah,
1: he, and he doesn't perceive it at all. He doesn't. Uh, he doesn't feel her presence, which is really interesting that he doesn't feel her presence. Well, for twenty years he
3: didn't even remember she existed, so I'd say he's a little rusty.
1: Yeah, he's a little rusty, but that <laughs> cup Oh, by the time you get to skin deep though, the fact that cup had been stolen from him. Nothing else that was stolen from him means anything. That cup is what makes him go berserk. Mm-hmm. Well, I think it was
3: that was also stolen by Bell's father. If it had been somebody else other than maybe Regina, it wouldn't have meant as much either.
1: Oh, I don't know. That cup. Did you see the? I mean, and, and we're skipping ahead, but um, I mean, when he got it back, I mean, when when Regina was toying with him, you know, and sort of moving the cup out of his hand, he was nervous. I mean, he was like, eh, this is going to drop?" And once he gets it in his hands. The way he cradle, the way he actually cradles it and holds on to it is if it is his only lifeline, and maybe the with that, yeah, yeah, his that cup is his tie to his humanity. That that cup, right? And I mean, that is so significant to him. Right um that that he cradles it, so I think anybody had taken it, I don't think it matters that it was Bell's father it could have been it could have been, no, Emma herself. yeah, I think that would have been it would have been like really tearing a piece of
2: his heart right, you know, well, Belle's that's life. why when it when they when it shat when, sh- when it oh my God, when she threw it and it shattered, I just was like, oh my God and that was like a hard. I, in fact, you know what? I have not even rewatched that episode because I. It was just so. It was because we're all emotionally detached to this to this freaking cop because it, you know because it, it is rumble. It represents Rumble and it represents his humanity and it represents so many things. Right. Uh, it was just, I mean, I, I seriously, emotionally, I had, I mean, now that I know that it's back, he gave, got it back together and whatever, I'll probably be able to rewatch it. You know, when I get my DVDs, I'll rewatch it. But it was just like, I was so upset by that. I, I yeah. didn't expect to get upset like that, but I was. And it was just like, oh my God, it's just a cup. But I mean, and the fact, yeah, and I the just fact that, he,
1: that he collected yeah. all the shards and, and put them in a little yeah. velvet pouch.
2: Oh, and... it was so cute.
1: Is really, oh God, that was really I mean that was you know like
2: and, moment. and, and
1: he, that moment those moments that we see that all of that humanity that loveliness
2: mm-hmm. in
1: in gold if he was selling babies on the side
2: that would just Ooh. go out the door I, I keep
3: just- wondering if. Belle ever found out about that little beating incident with her father because she apparently stopped talking to him after the crocodile and, yeah. you know, then she had amnesia. I mean, did he ever disclose that? And now that he's out of town, Rumple's out of town, is Maurice going to try to fill her in? Oh, I don't know. Mm. I mean, know. I just can't under- believe that, you know, Rumpel didn't talk to her, but I don't think she... Would be
1: okay with it? Well, but but Rumpel, well, but the thing is that Rumpel believed, he was told, Regina told him that her father locked her up in a tower and sent scourges upon her and fire and, I mean, basically burned her on the pyre.
3: Yeah, I'm not saying that that, uh, they wouldn't make up or she wouldn't forgive him. I'm just saying that I don't think that conversation – has happened that he she knows about this incident yet and yeah. that maybe while he's know. out of town, there might be an episode where Maurice
1: does fill her in on it. I don't think, this is my opinion, I don't think that the creators of the show are going to go down the path again of breaking them apart in that sort of way. They may, I not. They, they might, they might put obstacles in front of them like they already have now because they're apart. Right. And, um, they may put some obstacles in their path, but I don't think they're going to go back because they've already been there. They've already been, you know, yep. she's furious with him. She hates him. He's 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 a, he's a beast. He's not really, you know, there's no humanity in him. They already did that this season. I don't think yeah, they're going to go Yeah, she's going to it's worse. There's no place else to go she, with that. Right, right. And as far as beating Maurice goes, at the time, he he believed with all his heart. That I mean, even Emma says, you know, she sees she sees him and she says, that was not about stealing something. He hurt her. What did he do to her? You know, what what is it that you are so upset about that this man did to his daughter? You know, this is not a, a an evil man that's doing this. This is someone who is delivering justice that won't otherwise right. be given out. I, I don't I don't see that as now, the baby-selling thing, I'm not so sure that she'd like very much.
2: Well, Again, I, that's why I, I, really I think they, hope dropped that they that. Yeah. Well, I just hope that they dropped that. I mean, I think they need yeah, to. They, I think that. they did. I just worry that, because, well, yeah, they did, but, like, you know, like I said, I mean, I think that now that they're all together, thank God they're not doing the, the separate thing, because yeah. the first part of the season was just so... It was just so disjointed. It was very yeah. disjointed, and yeah. it was tough to watch every week. Going like, "Oh my God, we have to sit through you know. Just get them. I just thought that that should have been way, way quicker. They should have done it within like a three or four, a four episode span, and then they could have moved. You know, brought them back. But I think that ultimately, yeah. I mean, you're going to see Rumble together, but I do yeah. think that that his past in pro. Procur- procuring Henry is gonna come into play. Yeah. Um, definitely. Okay. And I think it might it might affect how she looks at him in some way.
1: So we are like down to our last five minutes, which is like god already.
2: We oh, yeah, are really like twenty
1: minutes past oh, my bedtime, so.
2: Yeah, um, that's true. <laughs> I mean,
0: <laughs> Ten o'clock.
1: <laughs> um but what I'm thinking is before I go to Comic Con, and again we've got a few weeks to go and I want to talk about what's next on our list to watch. Um okay. I'm going to have a show that's going to be devoted. So everybody tell your fans um, and your friends. I'm going to have a show that's going to be devoted to um, asking questions about the, the questions you guys want me to ask at Comic-Con. Awesome. So, And it could be any show. It could be Once Upon a <laughs> Time or any show at all. Okay. So, The next episode in order is that still small voice, which is Jane Espenson's first episode. Should we go with that? that
2: that. Should we go with that one? We'll do that. Yeah, let's Let's go with that one. one. We'll do that one.
1: The shepherd. We have to do the shepherd. Yes. Um, And then the next one after that is heart is a lonely hunter and then desperate Souls." So, um, so do, are we going to do heart is the lonely hunter one? Is I that think a good we one? should
2: do. I think we should go to Skin, skin Deep.
1: <laughs> we should
2: skip to Skin Deep, not That's all I the I way think close, That's
1: what like do you not guys to, think? How about if we go from Shepherd the Shepherd to Desperate Souls? Yeah, I love that one. To uh, Skin Deep.
2: Okay. Yeah, that's
1: okay. good. Okay, I like that. Sounds that's does good that sound scenario. good? Okay. So we'll do that. So those of you who are listening, tell your friends. Next week we're going to do... The, oh, by the way, did you see in this episode uh, in, in... Oh, by oh that was the other thing was in Gold's Pawn Shop. I was looking at the pictures on the yes.
2: wall. I think, those.
1: I think those are paintings of the Enchanted Forest. Different scenes.
2: Oh, I'm going to have to go back and relook at that. I didn't and, catch that. and we also see...
1: See Jiminy's
2: parents. Oh, yes, father, I noticed yeah. that no, Jiminy's dolls, Geppetto's I mean Geppetto's I'm sorry. Parents. Geppettos. I'm telling you, I have nightmares. Those those dolls are scary. I already have like a phobia about like dolls and stuff. But and know, those things are scary. If you, look, <laughs> if you
1: look at if you look at medieval dolls from like Ren fairs and stuff like that,
2: that's how they look. Oh my god, they've I feel really glad nailed I was them. never really <laughs> Maybe in another them. life I was uh, I was afraid of dolls because I never liked dolls even growing up. But those things are scary, man.
1: <laughs> they are. You know what it's, it, my son told me the a uh, couple of months ago? He said, you know, I, hmm. I ruined him for life when uh-huh. I made him watch The X-Files. I. He was like a baby. And I sat him oh. down. And when I was watching X-Files. And it was the episode where the dolls come to life.
2: Oh, and, I get that. And I, 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 and I can't
1: remember what it was called. But I, he was oh like, he said, God. Mom. You know, I'll never forget you made me sit down and watch that episode. I said, I never made you sit down and watch anything with me. Your sister and I used to watch it together. Um, Right. But I, you know, he was like eight. And he was like, I think that ruined me for life. He says, that's why I slept outside your room on the floor for all those months.
2: (laughs) Oh, my God. Poor thing. Well, that and then that episode, Home, was frigging scary. I only watched it the one time, and it gave me nightmares.
1: and everyone says what a fabulous episode it is. I didn't actually like it that
2: much. Uh-uh. It so, scared the crap out of me. I hated it. I, I was I like, I it, can't even think. Uh, anyway, skirted the crazy the border. Mother anyway, underneath we're... the bed. Anyway, sorry.
1: Well, <laughs> no, that's okay. So we are down to our last two minutes, and I want to thank the panel. Meredith, thank you very thank you. much. And Chrissy, thank, thank you so much. And Jimmy, who's past his bedtime. Um, <laughs> oh, no, I'm falling asleep here, sorry. <laughs> So, yeah, I can pick up. You're usually much more animated. Um, um yeah. You're, you're yeah, by you're 10, I'm already
0: getting sleepy, and going past ten.
1: Uh, yeah. yeah, I'll be a
0: tired puppy getting
1: up in the morning. Uh-oh. Okay. So um, we are going <laughs> – thank you to the zombies. And you guys heard the 90 seconds from our British
2: yeah. host
1: um, chiming in. I don't know if the audience can hear that, but I can. Um, and so I want to thank you again. And thank you. This has been Let's Talk TV Live. If you like the show, please spread the word. Please like us um, on our site, blogtalkradio.com slash Barbara-Barnett. Tweet it out. Pinterest it. Google plus it. Google everything it. Come back next week, and we're going to talk about that's Still a Small Voice, which is one of my favorite episodes and the first Jane Espinson one. So good night. Have a great week. And I will see you guys next week. Bye now. All right.
2: Thanks. Bye. One. Thank bye, bye, everyone. Bye. 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 <laughs> bye.